This is Dr. Shabam with American Unity Radio. I'm going to keep this really short. The next segment is me asking my only question. And the question is very simple. It's, do you go for safety or do you go for mercy? Which is setting yourself and another person free. Which is it? Safety? In other words, protecting all of you. Because it's not about me, it's about protecting all of you. Or mercy. You help me make the decision. And I explain it in the next segment. I'm asking for you to help me make the decision. Mercy or safety. Thank you. I was told by somebody very smart that American Unity Radio is a wonderful podcast when it's shorter, when it's bite-sized, which is interesting because the long format interviews that I do are the best stuff I have on here. But uh, I think that bite-sized might be the order of the day in a world where anybody can produce something like this podcast, right? So I have to be able to deliver the information to you better than I would have if I were doing a long format podcast, but I have to do it in a short uh, format podcast. So this is Breaking the Fourth Wall. This is the artist, Dr. Randolph Scott Shippon, turning to his audience and saying, I think we've got some format changes ahead for my career. Um, So I'm going to start with my... Uh, I'm going to begin at the beginning and tell you that I am a journalist trained at the College of New Jersey. I was the editor of the student newspaper, and I was the recipient of the New Jersey Press Foundation Scholarship and Internship. And uh, I graduated with awards in media criticism, and I am also a minor in African American Studies and Political Science. So that's why I have the interests I do. And then I went on for a career in IT, uh, information technology, and I learned how to furnish computers to brilliant people, all of the mentors that I furnished computers to and got to spend time in their office and learn from them as I was fixing their stupid computer. And I worked there for five years. And then uh, while I was working there, I went through three different master's programs and uh, only got very far in one of them, which was the counseling program. The other two, I got great grades, but people tapped me on the shoulder and they said, are you sure you want to do this? The first one was educational administration. And the second one was um, feminist literary criticism. How do you like that? post-deconstructivist feminist literary criticism. So my brand is not Republican and it's not Democrat because it can't be. I'm a journalist. I have to be in the middle. Stuck in the Middle with You is uh, the song that Michael Smirkanish plays on his program POTUS, Sirius XM 124, which I strongly urge you to listen to. And also, we have a POTUS connection because uh, I come from a hometown, Cinnaminson, where I sang in the choir with Anthony Mazzarelli. And if anybody knows who Dr. Anthony Mazzarelli is, well, count yourself lucky because you just, you just regarded one of the finest human beings on the planet. And I mean that. I was lucky enough to sing with him. I was lucky enough to act with him on stage. 
And I would love him to come on my program. Um, Maz has done things all over the world. Uh, he is the Doctors Without Borders kind of doctor, very involved with them. He is the um, director, I think he's the medical director of Cooper University Hospital, which helped my, my, helped my family recently. So thank you. And uh, it's good people like Maz and all the other people I interviewed on my podcast, David Mays and Kim Kelly, and so many people have come on my program, Dr. Deborah Wagner and Ron Klein, and this is the Gratitude Podcast. I did my dissertation on gratitude. And I knew a long time ago that it would be gratitude that would carry me forward. I'm grateful for every leg up I've ever been in this world, I've ever been given in this world. I'm grateful for any time anybody's paid attention to what was happening. Sorry for the dead air. I'm dead air sometimes. I'm dead air. And those of you who know me know that I have a very close relationship with my astrological symbol. I am a Libra, and I am the description of a Libra. And it leads me to the question... Did the astrologers know that people would be like this? Or are people like this because they know what their sign is? Which came first, the chicken or the egg, people? Do I believe in my astrological symbol because it's noble and what I was taught to believe? Or do I believe in my astrological symbol because every time I look at it, the evidence is so clear in my own life that I am what that symbol is? And because I believe and strive and ever, ever endeavor to be fair, because fairness to me is more important than winning. Because I strive for this, I struggle to ask for help. Dead air, dead air, dead air. I'm asking you for help. Here's what I'm asking for help doing. You tell me what to do. You tell me what you would do. There is a tremendous resource that I have been trusted with. And I am trusted with that resource to protect the people who that resource is meant to protect. But one of those people is the person who caused this tragedy in my family. And it's not even my sister-in-law. So, the reason I say that is because 
like, when a child hurts you badly, like if my son were to, like, sucker punch me in the gut, I would have to forgive him, right? Because he's my son. I would do anything for him. I would die for my children. It wouldn't it wouldn't be fair to me if my children had the ability to abuse me all the time, right? I would leave the situation. That's what the gift of an air sign. If you know another Libra in this world, you know somebody who will leave you. Libra and leave rhyme a little bit. You know somebody who will leave you instantaneously in the blinking of an eye. Because that's how Libras work if they are not free. If they are not free. And if they're treated with disrespect, that's what Libras do is they just, we out. Okay? And it's tyranny. It's a form of bullying. It's a form of tyranny. It's the tyranny of presence. The tyranny of presence. Sometimes your presence isn't really that exciting. And my parents are in that situation right now. So without telling you what's going on with them, let's just say, let's just say that someone in my family hurt them both very badly. And now the question I have for all of you, for all of you, because I honestly am asking for the, for the, Help. The question I have for you on this short format podcast. What would you do? Because I had one mentor call me up and tell me to kick the person's A-double scribbles. (laughs) Now, why am I laughing? I am the most nonviolent person in the world. I have rheumatoid arthritis and lupus. I can't kick anybody's ass. I might be able to do some damage if my hand is anywhere near a paddle, P-A-D-D-L-E, from a boat, because I can swing that thing around masterfully, and I don't think that there's anybody who would doubt it if they've seen me on the lake. I even registered a domain not too long ago called kayakmartialarts.com. So I actually think I could hold my own. If I have a stick, I think I could do pretty well. My son seems to agree. He and I got these uh, beautiful um, from Walmart. Go to Walmart, Target, free advertising. Get yourself this kit that is the... um, It's like a ninja dojo kit, and it's basically laser tag with swords. And it's awesome. And my kid loves it. Leo loves it. And it's the one time that I gave him the excuse to beat the, you know what, out of his father. Because actually, he's really strong. Actually, actually, I think he could seriously hurt someone at this point. He's only six years old. But he looks like a 10-year-old. That's, that's my son. We are descended from Judah, J-U-D-A-H. The very word that you know, Jew, is from Judah. We are lions, lions. So I named my first lion Leo, and my second lion is named 
Hannah, which means grace. And I put her second name as grace as well, because it's, we need a double dose of grace. Because when you're a lion in this world, they will call you a-hole. They have. They have called me a-hole to my face. But one of the things that lions have to think about is grace. They have to think about mercy all the time. Mercy, mercy, mercy. Mercy me, mercy, mercy, mercy. In the final analysis, God is pissed off, folks. In the final analysis from my studies as a rabbi before I ever even went for the psychology degree, folks, I'm not a rabbi. I just studied, just like the rest of our people. Just like most Jewish males have a deep religious education. Did you know that? Most Jewish females these days do too. Did you know that? Their knowledge of ethics and morals is probably that of an advanced civilization that wrote the Bible. I don't know. You tell me. You tell me. And you tell me what to do as a lion of Judah with the person who attacked my mother and father. Because my God commands that this person be erased. Not forgiven. That didn't happen till the New Testament. My ancestral God says erase. Thou shalt not kill. Honor thy father and mother. When you attempt to kill them both, whether it's financially, reputationally, however you raise your hand to my sisters, my angels, my grace in this world, the only ones who can discipline me, my sisters, (laughs) you raise your hand to them, you raise your hand to me, You threaten to hurt me? The father of my two beautiful kids? You know what I'm going to do with you in this world? I'm going to pretend I own the place and that you don't. That is not a crazy statement. It's a logical statement coming from a person who does not live within anybody's constraints. So, here's my next move. And I'm told by my wonderful nephew, who should be my consigliere, not to make any moves, not to even telegraph these moves. But what would you do If you had someone in your family who attacked you, attacked your sisters, attacked the legacy of your children, attacked your mother and your father, hurt them, hurt them, hurt them, hurt them on a level that no one will ever be able to comprehend because they will take that to the grave. They won't even tell me about it. That's how hurt they are. What would you do? With my religious authority, 
with my legal authority, with my knowledge of acute stress, with my recognition that I have acute stress that is in no way cute. Nothing cute about it. So as a multidimensional being, I'm going to ask you again, what would you do? And I will tell you that the answer that my sisters, who are my moral guidance in this world, is let it go, be done. Don't chase this thing forever. And Aaron Burr asked the question, after he shot Hamilton, he says, I should have known, you know, why didn't I think that the world was big enough for Hamilton and me? Right? In the musical Hamilton, you gotta, you gotta watch the musical, it's good. What do you do with Aaron Burr? What do you do with Hamilton? The answer is live and let live. The answer is not the Old Testament answer. The answer is you've got to move on, he's got to move on, everybody's got to move on. And that's where the civil servant, the police officer, says, you know, no matter what your brother did, he has to live his life, you've got to live your life, your mom's got to live her life, everybody's got to live their life. And that is Detective Sean McDonough, who said that. And I admire him for saying it, I really do. He's right. We all have to continue to live. That pulse must remain a pulse. And what's the best way for that pulse to remain a pulse? Well, in the final analysis of the moral authorities in my life, it's for me to stop talking about it. But I also come from artistic traditions that say, how can I keep from singing? And then I come from monastic traditions, monks, holy monks called Templar Knights. Okay, that say, keep your mouth shut. The longer you keep your mouth shut, the more you'll know because you will listen twice as much as you speak and you'll have a better understanding of the human race than you do now, even though you've been a professional listener your whole life. So you tell me, God is always listening. I am always listening. I am not God, just to be clear. But we are friends. God is telling me, enjoy your life. Move on. Let him go. Let him go. I will tell you that God is telling me to let him go. Can you... But here's where I have the argument with God, because my people do that. Jacob did that. Abraham did that. People argue back at God. The Jewish people argue back at God and say, Hey, God, I know you want me to let him go, but here's the thing. If I let him go, he's just going to do it to somebody else. Because it doesn't matter if it's him doing it or her doing it. They are literally one flesh, like they somehow did the trick. I will tell you that I am not one flesh with my wife to the degree that if she were to commit a crime against my family, I would stay married to her. I would divorce her, and she knows it. I would divorce her quicker than anything because I'm an air sign. That's how we roll, folks. We move on.
I've had people tell me to get out of their life before, and I did it. I didn't want to, but I did it. I don't hang on. That's not my nature. Literally, 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 it is not the nature of air to hang on. What would you do? I don't want to chase him for the rest of the It's horrible. I don't want him to occupy my mind. And so my sisters accurately tell me to abjure, abjure, abjure. But I can't because I know that he's just going to attack one of you. So what do I do? I go to the FBI. Tried it. Do you know that the FBI has a system where if you give them a tip, they don't, they actually tell you, we're not going to get back to you. You know that? It's like one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my life. The Federal Bureau of Investigation doesn't have time for you to get back to you. And I'll tell you what, neither do law enforcement because I put in a message to law enforcement today and they don't have time to get back to me. I'm going to put in a call to um, Maurice Lassiter next. I can't wait. It's going to be great. He's going to tell me absolutely nothing. Because not that it's his fault, it's the legal system. The legal system is so broke back mountain and I really just mean the broke back part, not anything implicit about any... um, lifestyles or um, sexual orientations or I'm not talking about that I'm not talking about cowboys I'm saying the legal system is so broken that they don't even prosecute criminals anymore (laughs) we have one in the White House (laughs) folks we have one in the White House He's he's actually saying he's not going to leave. C- can you imagine in America? That's true. So what would you do? What would you do? What you would you do? What would you do? What would you do? I actually just want you to tell me. Reach out. Send me a message privately. Don't have to Twitter me. Just tell me what you would do. Let him go. Or warn the rest of the world that this guy is going to take advantage of you by stealing from you. Because even if his wife has no access to computers for the rest of her life, which is what I hope. He has also been on that treatment plan. He was on that treatment plan for 20 years when he was a registered sex offender. Hmm. 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 Ooh, what? Yeah. Look, it's all a matter of public record. The probation for a person who commits internet sex offense crimes requires that the parolee and then the probation, the person who's on probation, I guess it's a probationer, to... um, not have any electronic communication devices. Can you imagine 20 years? The last 20 years without the internet? Can you imagine how much that must have sucked? I propose that it didn't suck. I propose that my brother still had access. He didn't have it on any of his own devices. He had it on hers. And they became 
Internet Incorporated. My sister-in-law is better at social media than anybody I know. She was the news outlet, the central news outlet for anything going on with anyone else in the family. And that is why my father has asked me to convey to the public that he believes Jennifer J. Shippon, Jennifer J. Rogers, my brother's wife, if she's on social media with you, you have to block her. Not just block her, you actually have to flag her account and report it as somebody else. Why am I telling that to you? Because I think it's my brother who's contacting you as her. I do. So block her. Because she's collecting identity information on you to manipulate your bank accounts. Block her. She should be locked up. She should be in a place where she has no ability to talk to the rest of the human race again. Because what she does is she's an influence aggregator. She does it in her life. Learns details about people's lives to steal them. And it's called identity theft. And it is a crime that is on the rise during COVID-19. You think about it, it's the laziest crime in the world. You get to sit in your house and pretend to be somebody else and get things in the mail for your hoarding habit. Hmm. And then, when you've had no exercise and you stand up, sometimes your foot might break. Yeah. Happens. Happens if you don't move around. Laziest crime in the world. Laziest. So when my brother was out of commission for 20 years, she was his internet. And now that she's been caught with federal uh, uh, crimes, which I don't know if the police know that they're federal yet. That's the problem, is the police have not told me that they are prosecuting federal crimes yet. Which they have to, because she did it in Pennsylvania. So if you know her from Pennsylvania, if you know this woman, check your credit. Pull your credit report. I got to pull another one. Pull your credit if she knows anything about you. You can't give this woman pretrial intervention, detective, because she needs the trial and she needs the conviction and she needs to have things removed from her, including her laptop, which is all the evidence you will ever need of the crimes that she has committed against other people. Okay, but... Your investigation, I have no idea what you're doing because you don't communicate with me. And that's fine. <sighs> but if I'm the media and you're a civil servant, you better have your public relations department talk to me. Because that's how I would handle it. I would have my public relations person, whoever that is in the chain of command, be reaching out to my media organization. Which is me. First Amendment, man. So... Prosecutorial laziness is something that I am going to be addressing in my life. Prosecutorial laziness. And as we're doing a, 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 a look at prosecutorial laziness, one of the things that I would like to ask America is, when do you forgive versus when do you protect the rest of the world from this person doing it to them? That's my big question for you. The question, my only question, 
when do you forgive versus giving them a chance to do it again to other people? I'm asking you this question, and I would like you to answer me. And I will take my answers for the rest of my life. How's that? For the rest of my life, we're going to be deciding this question. When do you forgive people? And when do you remove their ability to ever hurt anyone again? God bless you. God bless the United States of America. Thanks for listening to my only question. And uh, stay tuned for the hit song, Leave That House, which is I'm going to play every podcast until he does. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. Uh, Okay, I won't play it every podcast. I'll play play it like every couple. All right. Thank you. And thanks for listening. The next segment is just a message that I left for Detective Sean McDonough. So here's something unfortunate that I have to tell you. New Jersey is a one-party state. And I'm not talking about Democrats and Republicans. New Jersey is one of the states that gives maximum freedom to information workers. Okay? Information workers are the category, the broad category that a career developmental person advises people who like working with information to go into. And I have always been an information person my whole life. I have wanted to know more things. That's why I guess when I was small, my friend Kim Kelly's mom saw me in a classroom and called me doctor. And when I was, I don't know how young I was. I want to say I was maybe 11 or 12. Anyway, um, I, so people were calling me doctor when I was a kid. And I call my kids doctor because I expect the same of them. That's a lot of pressure for kids, but I don't care what they get their doctorate in. I just want them to have one. It could be doctorate in making jello pudding pops. I don't care. I just want them to have one because it's a form of authority that will allow them to know their own mind, which is the most important thing in the world. Anyway, the following recording you are about to hear is because New Jersey is a one-party state. It means I have the ability to record you, even if I'm the only one who knows about it. Now, I don't do that because that's not a good way to make friends unless you're sure that the person that you're recording is not your friend in the first place or you call them a guest on an interview. Okay? Otherwise, if I'm recording you, it's because I don't trust you. You know who I trust in this world? Mostly everybody. Which is why this thing is so hard because the thing that happened with my family made me not trust a person who was right next to me. I couldn't believe it. My whole life, he was right there, hiding in plain sight. So, in any case, um, and this isn't the first time that he's done bad things to people. I mean, anyway. So, my registered sex offender brother and his 
accused, formally charged of credit crimes, wife. Um, are one flesh, one entity. They so much as tell law enforcement that. I stand by her. I do what, you know, I won't leave my wife. Why won't you leave your wife? That's the question the rest of the world has. She attacked my mom. So unless you were in on it, you should. Mercy or safety. You tell me. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. Listen to the message I leave police officers in this world. I get cut off all the time because I have too much to say. Thank you. Thanks for listening. And I'm not recording you unless you know about it. But if I think you're a criminal, I'm definitely recording you. And if I think that you're not giving me a fair shake at the law, I am definitely recording you, which is why these guys don't call me back. I believe that. They haven't told me that because that would be illegal. But I believe the reason law enforcement does not call me back is because they know I will record them for posterity's sake, for journalism, and it would be embarrassing. Now, my estimate of the police officer that you're going to hear this um, message about is that he's actually a very good guy caught in a broken system broken as the day is long the justice system the injustice system our injustice system i think that's one of the domains i registered our injustice system.com i guess i gotta take that one back too all right god bless you god bless the united states of america talk to you soon listen to the recording if you want the tone. When you have finished recording, hang up or press pound for more options. Detective Maisana, this is Dr. Shippon from North Jersey um, regarding case 2020-9956. Uh, uh, Laura, or it's uh, State versus Jennifer J. Shippon. We wanted to know if uh, at any point in your investigation you have gotten the FBI involved because these are interstate crimes. Uh, that they have committed. Um, Both my brother and my sister-in-law have committed these crimes. Specifically, uh, Theodore L. Chiffon committed them against my parents, too, and is not named in your investigation. Uh, And also, uh, we know that these crimes were committed in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania about 20 years ago. And uh, again, when um, her own mother died, she committed credit crimes against her mom. So I'm wondering if the scope of your investigation is interstate. Uh, If it's not, then I think that's problematic because I think my brother and my sister-in-law have duped you, officer. I think that they have duped you into thinking that Teddy had no idea what Jenny was doing. But my family will tell you that he's known what she was doing for 20 years and we can prove it. So the proof is in listening to the people who are talking to you. And the people who are talking to you are all saying the same thing. Even if you can't find the evidence, you do have witness testimony. It does matter how credible you think the witnesses are. I understand that, but uh, 
I don't know, I have more licenses than I can shake a stick at, and the society trusts me, so put me on the witness stand, and I'll get you your uh, your conviction. All right? Please have me talk to these people, the detective, the prosecutor, everybody. 215-906-3967. I'm not going to shut up about this, and I'm going to have Senator Booker get the FBI involved. So please, please, please call me the back. The maximum length for your message recording has been reached. To send your message and end this call, press 1. To review your message, press 2. Your message has been sent. Goodbye. The following are three original songs that I did. Um, let me know what you think. I don't know. I don't know if this is any good. I'm thinking about just being a whistler. I'm thinking about creating a website called The Silent Captain or Captain Whistler. I'm not sure what. And just whistling instead of singing. Because I think I could do a damn sight better getting making music popular if I just whistle melodies for people and don't use my shitty words about life because my shitty words about life don't make anybody happy. So I think what I could do is just whistle from now on and call myself the silent captain so nobody has to hear my mouth. What do you think? Don't call me doctor. Call me friend. I think it's the end. Don't call me doctor. Don't call me doctor. Just call me friend. Don't call me savior, I'm not. Take a look at what savior's got. Don't call me savior, I'm not your savior friend. And don't be a victim. And don't be a persecutor. Don't be a rescuer either, neither of us is victim, persecutor, rescuer, unless we have a legal guardian, it's true. Don't call me doctor, call me friend. I think this is the end of victims, persecutors, and rescuers, don't you? You're good guys and you're bad guys. Maybe are just all mad guys. Victims need help. Persecutors do too. Rescuers most of all, and that's not all. If you've got good guys and bad guys, you don't know who you are. You don't know who you are. Follow your North Star. You can't be victims, persecutors, or rescuers, it's true. Just be you, just be you. 
Take responsibility for what you do. And don't let others get over on you, no matter who they are. No matter who they are. I will follow that star. No matter who they are. No matter who they are. Don't let others get over on you. It's not what you're supposed to do. Take power in your own life. Take power in your own life.
Don't ever doubt me again. What God hath wrought, you're spotted, you have marks, look at your skin, you have marks, even if they're young marks, look at your skin, they're the places you've been, we call them scars sores. Sometimes they're cancer. When they're cancer, you cut it off. That doesn't mean cut out the human. It means cut off the behavior. This is what I think. I think your categories stink, Seth the Lord. is the position of truth, the position of youth, the position of God and all that's innocent. The bad things that happen are your fault, you see. They don't belong to me. As I've always spoken before, I spoke it before, so many years ago, I spoke it all before, I spoke it all before, so many times in so many ways, I spoke it all before, I spoke it all before, it doesn't matter your culture. doesn't matter your culture, the vocal artists are the same, we speak the truth, because we listen to what you say, because what you say is important, it's always important, unless you're a felon. Then we can't listen to you very hard. Then we can't listen to you very hard. 
you've invalidated yourself by your decisions. You've invalidated yourself unless you change. Unless you change. And I mean really change. Don't just signal that on social media. Change. That's why I stay neutral. Because nature stays neutral. Nature isn't concerned about what you think. Nature stays neutral and then it will have its way with you. Just like it did with this virus, I think. The freedom people aren't wrong. The safety people aren't right. It's a dialectical relationship between two sides. But it's a false narrative because there are insides. All eight billion of you are the same, says God. So do something right. It's time to get along. Stop having heroes and jeros. You're all heroes and jeros to me. You gotta get along. Stop having your heroes and jeros. Prove what you say to me. You gotta get along. Stop having heroes and jeros. Stop being this way. You gotta get along. Stop having heroes and jeros. Listen to what I say. I'm tired of it. Turn to your sports, of course. I've seen untalented people do it my whole life. I've seen untalented people do it my whole life. And some of them are my mentors, and some of them are my friends and my family, and those I love. And I've even done it in my life. I've been a partisan, too. I've been more partisan than you. But I'm above it. Asking you to be above it, be above it, please be above it too. Everyone has value, but if I see you taking advantage of those I love, I'll send my lightning from above. Whether I'm here or not.
I once wrote jingles for a living. If that much is true. I wrote jingles for a living. It's easy to do. I wrote jingles for a living. It's not that hard to do. Can you? I wrote jingles for a living. And that's why I'm me. I sing jingles for my kids at night. You see, I sing lullabies. Or do you hear it? Do you hear it in me? That's why I have this little lullaby voice, you see. I'm not trying to be good. I'm not trying to be bad. I'm just trying to be a dad. I am just an angel dad on earth since my birth. The True Neutral The True Neutral That's me Can it be He's a True Neutral True neutral, you see. Goodbye. You will leave that house. I say you're leaving that house. We don't care anymore. You're Betters have arrived, your betters have arrived. The adults are taking over the room. The adults are taking over the room, and it's the Oval Office. Your betters have arrived, your betters have arrived. It's time to leave the room. 
Your betters have arrived. Your betters have arrived. It's time to stop the doom and gloom and get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. Thanks for the great news cycles. Time to go. It's nice to know we can be so divided, but we're the United States of America, you see. And if you break the law, then you will eventually see we might not prosecute you. We'll probably pardon you. I think that's the way we're going to do it. You need a peaceful pardon. Leave that house. you go in peace. Thank you for your service. It's been nice, okay? Not really. 260,000 dead. I don't know if we lay that at your feet or not. But look at what we've got. House no longer full of rot. We're coming up out of this, out of this house of rot. And look at what we've got. People are not afraid to speak their minds. Look at what we've got. You see the problems on the left? You see the problems on the right. Look at what we've got. Look at what we've got. As you leave that house, friend. Thank you for your service. You might have done some of us a disservice. Like 260,000. Because of pride, because of pride, because of pride. And I think I'm learning, I'm learning to put it behind me. Because of pride, I am what I am. That's what I said before. And so did you. Because you're part of it. You can't disrespect anyone I'm just learning this one 
and I don't care anymore. I've got feathers on my back, I've got feathers on my back. They look like laurel leaves to you. I've got feathers on my back, I've got feathers on my back. This anchor is keeping me grounded. I'm the captain of your heart. When I call you to your conscience, I call you to your conscience. Love thy neighbor, I said. And that's it. Go in peace. Thank you, President. Thank you, President. Thank you, President. Go in peace. You're pardoned by me. Go in peace. Go in peace. I will cease calling you out on your crimes. Go in peace, I said. But that means you have to go. free country after all. Thank you for your service, but consider shutting your mouth. Just consider shutting your mouth. The adults are in the room. You can't divide people anymore. You can't do it anymore. I won't let you do it anymore. I'll sing over you. I will sing over you. I've done it my whole life. Ask my enemies. Oh, wait, I have none. None who are of the human species. Do you know why? I'm out of tune. Thank you for tuning in to American Unity Radio. I mean, OurInjusticeSystem.com. Our, O-U-R, InjusticeSystem.com. Thanks for tuning in and listening to the current status of things. I appreciate everybody who listens to the program. I want you to know that we have listeners in 24 countries, and the podcast has still not made $15. So, this is journalism, folks. This is journalism that has garnered no attention except from people who believe the things that we're talking about. In 24 countries around the world, 2,500 listeners have made me $15. So in case there's an economic analysis of slander or libel, 
That's what you're working with, folks. $15. You better wait to fatten this pig up before you try to attack it. So I need listeners and I need sponsorships. And I'm hoping, if you want, you'll come on the program as a guest. Maybe other people will hear you and they'll say, Oh my God, what a great guest. I want to sponsor that program. It'll be $100 a month. And if I get enough of those people doing that, for $100 a month because that's Ben Franklin's bill and he's a master mason and I like him then maybe this can be a thing but if instead it only inspires you to protect yourself and protect your family from identity theft I'll call this the identity theft show Yes, the identity theft show. Maybe I should make a website called that and how the law can help you. Maybe I'll call it the double attempted murder program and that'll get lots of attention. The double attempted murder program. Wow, what a thing, right? You can hear my people already making the 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 movie with... Uh, Possibly George Burns. I don't know. Is he dead? Probably, right? So, you know, we, this is fair comment. This is exactly what the First Amendment was set up to protect. Was to tell the truth even when the law cannot. Even when the law cannot. Because the law doesn't want to investigate it. Because this is not the case of the century, folks. I understand that. This is not the case of the... I should call this episode, This is Not the Case of the Century. Because by calling it not, it would get your attention. And by admitting that it's not, you know that I'm reality-based. Who cares what happened to my little family? Right? You don't. No one does. Who cares? Actually, you do. But... Lots of people don't. And certainly the police don't. And certainly the prosecutor's office doesn't. And certainly Scott A. Kofina, prosecutor, never reached out to me. So who am I? No one and nothing. And that is what your justice system says to you. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. We need help. We need a system reconstruction. System reconstruction. Go register that domain. I don't want to do it. And um, if you want to be a guest on my program, you want to sponsor this show, you want to, I don't know, join in our crusade, who will be strong and stand with me somewhere beyond the barricade? Is there a world we long to see? Those were from Les Miserables. Those were lyrics. But the metaphor holds up. God bless you. God bless the United States of America. Let's get our proverbial you-know-what together and help each other and overcome injustice in this world. Thank you, and thanks for listening. Take care of each other. As uh, Who is that guy? The ringleader ringleader guy? The, uh, The host? He tells people at the end of his horrible program where he has them basically tear each other apart and he makes money 
because they tear each other apart on television and humiliate themselves. And at the end, the final joke is that he turns to the camera and with greatest sincerity tells you to take care of each other. Parentheses, because these people can't and I'm making millions of dollars because they can't. Hmm. Hmm. Make you think. You tell me, folks, mercy, let him go. Or safety, don't let him hurt anyone else. You tell me. God bless you.